Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Well, hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Yay! Pearls of Wisdom with Pearl! <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's, well, you're here. The, the person I'm speaking to today, the lady I'm speaking to today, is the most phenomenal person <laughs> I have ever met in my life. Oh! Ever since, and we, what, we connected a week, maybe two weeks ago, and I talk to this lady most days now. It's I feel like I've met a soulmate that has been there and I should have met you years ago. Years ago. Years yeah. ago. Where have you been? Where have you been? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Okay. It's, and these, these interviews are all about International Women's Day, the whole series throughout March. Today, I am speaking to the wonderful Liz Howard. Welcome, Liz. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for speaking with me. Thank you for playing with me. Let's have some fun. <laughs> I'm now going to go into your LinkedIn profile because I started this when I reached out for International okay. Women's Day yeah. to invite what I thought was going to be a few women to just come onto my podcast. So I go back to the social networks because they give a fantastic introduction as to who you are. Okay. Now, Liz Howard is a TEDx speaker, a motivational does motivational virtual workshops, a voice expert, and an author. And like I said, she's absolutely phenomenal. This lady is a whirlwind. She's a leader. She's she's just an inspiration, all rolled into one. I am so grateful you have come into my life, lovely. Me too. Me too. Diddle, 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 diddle. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to do with this, I'm afraid you're going to end up doing most of the talking this time, but I okay. will ask you back to be a guest again because you have so much to share. Okay. But because of this, it's International Women's Day, I'm asking every lovely lady on as my guest to tell their story, their career to date, so that anyone listening can see. They can see you at, to look up to you as an inspiration, someone to inspire them that they can follow. Where, wherever they are in their career, it could be a young girl just starting, still at school, not choosing where they're going to go. It could be someone in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. There's always a chance to pivot and learn. Okay. So would you share your career story with us? My career story. Okay, um, I come from the hospitality business, was in it for many, many years. Born, uh, let, let, we'll start here. Born in Colorado, Denver, Colorado, sort of grew up in New Orleans. I've basically been on my own since I was 13 years old. Didn't come from a too happy family. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is for those of women out there that didn't have that happy television childhood that you see on television, don't give up, don't give up. Things do get better. So that's number one. 
And then from New Orleans, working in the hotel business, working in the hospitality business, I had the opportunity to finally come to Europe. And the thing about Europe and coming to Germany, two things really tickled my soul. Number one, it was really clean. It's really beautiful. There was no trash on the streets. There were no Burger King bags and McDonald's cups and plastic everywhere. It was immaculate. And that really tickled my soul. I just felt like really close to nature. And I thought, I thought that I would come to Europe, stay here for two years, maximum three years, learn the language, master the language, and go back home and remain in the hospitality business. It didn't happen like that. The universe had other plans for me. She was really sneaky about it. She said, once we get her to Europe, then we're good. But we got to get her there first. So I was here working in a hotel. um, And because my German was not good, was not, they... And I I left a management position in the hotel business in New Orleans. And once I came to Germany, and because I didn't speak German, they put me in housekeeping. Now, at the time, my ego was terribly upset about being in housekeeping, being in management, higher management. And then I'm all the way down on the totem pole again, and I'm in housekeeping in Germany. But today I can say that I'm really grateful for the opportunity because it taught me two things. Number one, always leave your room a little tidy for the housekeeper before she comes in, number one. Number two, you have respect for those who are working in jobs like this and you do not treat them like crap just because they're a housekeeper. Um, And I never, I'm going to say it, I'm going to tell the truth with love, I never leave my signature in the toilet. Do you know what that means? I never do that. And, And the last thing that I do, that I learned to do by having this experience myself is every time um, I'm traveling, the first thing I do once I check in, I go and I personally look for my housekeeper and I'll say, hi, are you room to do do do? And she says, yes. And I said, oh, I'm Liz and you're going to be taking care of me. And I give her an envelope of a tip and I say, I'm really looking. I said, just, I said, just spoil me. Just go ahead and spoil me. And they're always so shocked. And every morning when I'm leaving and going to my job, whatever it is, my workshop, and they see me, I'm like, good morning, Janet, good morning, Diane, good morning. And they're always like, wow, she treats me like a human being. And that's why I'm grateful that I had to go through this. Okay, so moving on. Um, I didn't stay there very long because it was a horrible job, horrible. So I... I left that hotel, I went to German school, studied the language in German, worked for the Americans, and then started slowly to build up my career. Um, I eventually did go back into the hotel business. I stayed there for a while, but then I realized um, 
let's say this. I think that we have to be careful wherever we are in the world about what we're repeating to ourselves in our mindset. My mantra back in the day was German women hate me. They hate me. And that's what I was receiving back. And the more I said they hated me, the more I was getting that back from the universe. Universe said, yeah, you're right. They hate you because you keep saying it. And the more you keep saying it, the more it comes back. And after a while and the, the, the trials and tribulations of being in this hotel, and I was there for a few years, but then I started to study music and started to study the voice. And, and then uh, one day it just exploded, but I think it exploded for a reason because the universe said, if we don't get you out of here, you are not going to follow the path that we have prepared for you. And you're not going to follow your dream, which is to sing. So it exploded in my face. I left the hotel, ended up getting a part-time job, studying more about the voice, studying more about being on stage, studying, studying, studying. And then slowly I had my band, I had the music, I had the jobs, I was singing at the weddings. And, and it was fabulous, Pearl, it was fabulous. But then I reached another obstacle in my career. And I decided as much as I love being on stage and singing and inspiring people, I do not like that they're drunk. I do not like that in German, they say, you can say, um, wir duzen uns. Wir duzen uns means let's, we're on first name basis when they're drunk. And then the next day at breakfast in the breakfast room, you say, hey, so-and-so, and you say by the first name, and they're shocked. How dare she call me by my first name? But they don't remember last night when they asked me to do it. Yeah. And that's when I said to myself, okay, I need something new. you got to give me something new. I love singing. I love playing with the voice. But this can't be all. There's a song. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? You know, so I was thinking, I was asking the universe, is that all there is? And she said, no, this is what you're going to do. You're going to take, you're going to utilize your gift of song. You're going to utilize the fact that you've learned and you've worked with all these fabulous professors. But what you're going to start doing is working in, in the corporate world and give them the freedom to articulate better, have more fun with the sound of their voice, be more playful, let go of being perfect. And that's how it started. Now, when I, when I confess that to my German friends, they said, you're never going to get the Germans to sing. You'll never have it. That's what I'm talking about. Mindset back to mindset. You'll never. So this was the second mindset that I had to get over of somebody telling me that it's never going to happen. And, but the universe kept saying in my Ted talk, I talk about it and the universe says, Oh yes, you can. Yes, you can. This is why you're here. This is why you have this gift. This is your, this is your gift. This is, this is your, your path. Follow it and trust us. What do you mean? Trust you. Shut up and trust us. So I started with a small group 
of women that I played with for about a year. And with these women, I just started implementing my own idea of channeling the message of how to be playful with them to get them to come out and utilize their voice, learn how to play with it, learn how to tickle another soul, have fun, and let's just see what happens. I had different personalities and souls in this group. I had a cancer survivor who remained in remission until after, and then when the when the group kind of just one day, it happens, you know, it was, they were there for a reason. I was there to be in their life for a reason. They were there in my life for a reason. And sadly, when this, when this cancer patient um, stopped singing and stopped being creative, her cancer came back and she died. But I'm just saying, as long as she was in my group, she was happy, she was helping, and she was in remission. Yeah. I've had two cancer patients, another story. But anyway, that's how, and then I did a workshop. I started a group for men. I had one for women and I had one for men. In my men's group, I had a guy who writes for really famous people here in Germany. He's a, he, writes, um, he writes their scripts for comedians. And he said to me, he wrote me feedback after the third or fourth time he'd been here. And we played in the group and he said, Liz, he said, what you do, he says, it's soul food. And I said, that's it. That's the name of my company, soul food. Again, German friends, you can't name your company soul food. Who's going to get that? Who's going to understand that? You can't do that. And the universe said, oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I actually became the pioneer with soul food, at least in Germany. Now, everybody over the years are coming up with soul food this and soul food that and soul food. And I'm like, it's my name. Yeah. You know, so I just kept asking, why are you giving this to me? What does this have to do with me? Why is this my calling? Why is this my passion? Why do I love this so much? And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to confess something that I, years ago I would have never done. I actually went to somebody and had somebody channel with me because I was really scared. I do not have a master's degree. And I went to a channeler and asked and said, I don't have a master's. How can I do this? And they channeled and they said, that's the reason why we gave it to you is because you're going to do it like nobody else has ever done it. You're going to do it from your soul. You're going to do it from your heart. You're going to listen to us and you're going to let go of that analytical side of you. And you're going to trust on what's coming so that you'll be able to give it. And that's ta-da! so now coming forward after all these years, soul food has grown. I do get to work with managers and executives and they fly in and they fly out and they book me for groups and we do voice training and it's just so fabulous. It's fabulous. And I know that people, you know, okay, I'm a coach, but 
even on my website, if you if you click on my website and you'll see so if you Google me and then click on my website, then it changes from German to English. So don't panic about that. I forgot to tell you that. But this is what I wanted to say. I changed mine to play dates so that when my clients come to me, when they come to me, they're not coming for a coaching. They're coming for play dates. And doesn't that sound so much fun, you know? And, and, and then doesn't that like kind of change your mindset? It's like, okay, I'm going to go see this coach. I got to be perfect. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, come on, let's just be playful. Let's just be playful about it. You're still, you're still getting your coach, coaching. You're still learning. But I just think just the thought that it's a play date instead of a coaching, doesn't it feel like, does it feel like it changes the atmosphere? Does it feel like it changes? And then it allows me to also play with the universe. I'm going to confess something else to you. It took me years to do this, but I don't care anymore. I love to heal a voice. I really, I really love to heal a voice. So girls out there, young, how, however old you are, it doesn't matter. I always have a question that I love to ask. How do you feel about the sound of your voice? If you're in business and you have a Zoom call, which is happening a lot these days, and you go back and you listen to your recording, do you say, oh, I hear this a lot. I hate the way I sound on my recording. And you know what breaks my heart? When you just hear the word, I hate, yeah. together with your voice. I hate the way I sound. I don't like the way I sound. And this is my message to those out there that are listening to this. Especially, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, or where you are in your life. You gotta learn to love that part of you. Yeah. You have got to learn to love that part of you. Your voice is so vulnerable. It's, 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 it's just so sweet. I always say it like this. My voice is my best friend. We're connected. And if I love her and honor her and treat her right, she's going to be playful and she's going to allow me to be playful with another soul. Does that make sense, Pearl? Oh, it does. And I can connect to every level that you're saying there because the person you're saying that doesn't like their voice, that's me. I can see that. I, I, I resonated already. So that's the first step is to start Start loving it. And, and, and you know, when I really want I, I look, I look, I do. I, and I say, you ready to have some fun? And she <laughs> says, yeah. That's number one. I'm going to give you something else. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but I don't care. I'm past that. <laughs> I grew up with my sibling trying to convince me that my voice was shit. You're not good. You're not good. You're not good. You're not good. You're not. Until he felt secure enough in his own capacities, in his own journey, 
that he finally had to confess and say, well, how come you stopped singing? And I said, I said, because you told me that I couldn't. And then he said, I never said that. But he had to do it. The universe made him do it to set me free. You see what I'm saying? Now, this is my point on this. After he set me free and after I started working intensely and studying and researching what happens when we work with the voice, what happens when we do this, what what happens when we do that, what's the feeling behind this? I decided that I would baptize my voice and give her her own name. I did. And so I call her Coco because Coco on a good day at home as a child, or even now as old as I am, Coco for me is Coco, nice, warm cup of cocoa. And if you're really in the mood, put some marshmallows in it. And if you're really in the mood, put a little whipped cream and marshmallows. I'm like, that's that's her name. I call her Coco. And so when I really want to play with her, I'll say, hey, Coco, you want to play with me? But this is my point. When you start, young people out there, older people out there, corporate, whatever you're doing, when you start to honor your voice and give her her name and treat her with love and affection, it's like you're dealing with your best friend. Would you ever say to your best friend, I don't like you? No. Pearl, because you said, you said, you just said, you said, I really don't like my voice. But what if you're, like I say, if you treat your voice like she's your best friend, wouldn't you, you would never say to your best friend, I don't like you. I don't like the way you do that. I don't like the way you do this. I don't like, I, you're always trying to inspire her to be her best. Am I right? Yeah. And the idea of giving your voice a name. I love that. I love that. Cause when you said Coco, me, I'm thinking Coco Chanel. And I'm, I'm just saying, yes, I love that for a name. Yeah. Okay. So um, meditate on that before you take Chanel, because she wasn't too good with women sometimes. I'm just saying. Okay. But anyway, um, so that's what I started doing. And that's, and sometimes in my coachings, in my group, I'll just say, listen, I know this sounds crazy to give your voice a name, but the point about it is, is that you start to have a personal relationship with something that lives inside of your body that you've been, um, You've been criticizing. You've been criticizing it maybe your entire life. Yeah. How many people? You know. You know. I love to leave messages. I leave them in our group. All, you know, not often, but I do. I like. I love to be playful. But when you start to have that personal relationship yeah. with your personal sound, then it starts to come out and play, and it does freaky and wonderful things that you never, never could imagine that it would do. And all of a sudden it's just there. And if you follow it and you have fun with it, it's just so amazing. And you have to thank it. You have to thank it. And then, and, but the more 
you treat it with love and respect like you would your best friend. How often when you talk to your best friend and you say, oh, you look fabulous today. Oh, I love your earrings. I love your dress. I love this about you. I love that about you. I love you. You know, I, with my best friend, I got to a point with her what I would say when I was leaving and traveling, I would call her and I'd say, in case I don't make it back, in case something happens, I just want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. And she's German. It would freak her out in the beginning. Like, what are you doing? What do you mean? I said, I just want you to know that. But if we would be the same way with our voice, you know, and for the young, for the millennials, millennials, and, you know, maybe a little bit over of millennials, how often are we texting now? We're sending a text instead of getting on the phone. Yeah. Are we going to get into a place where we're only going to use emojis to talk to one another? Oh, don't get me into linguistics. <laughs> actually have, I'm still someone that puts every word and apostrophes and everything in text because yeah. that's the English student in me. Yes. I, have to, I have to write that. So, yes, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, want, and, and I, I've said to uh, my students when I did lectures, I said, listen, you guys are about ready to go out there and get your first job. But what's on your answering machine? Is that is it that normal message from telecom or Vodafone or wherever it is? I said, where's your personal message? Because that's what's going to grab a person if you leave that certain message that they go, oh, I really like this voice. I gotta call them back. Yeah. Or they'll or they'll insist that you call because you've made them curious versus you've have you have this, what do you call it? This 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 message of um, I can't even find the word in German or English where it's just, it's just nonchalant. Hello, you've reached um, the telephone number of zero one, da, 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 da. Please leave a message. And it's not personal. It's not you. Yeah. And I think that's so sad. Completely agree. And with that, that almost default message makes you one of the pack, one of the sheep. Exactly. exactly. And I say stand out. Yes. Stand out. And you know what's really funny is um, even with my with my managers, with my executives, with their secretaries, many of them say to me, Liz, what are you doing with my assistant? <laughs> because it doesn't matter where I am. She will send me a text or an email and she'll tell me that you call and that and ask me if I called you back. What are you doing with my with my PA? What are you what are you talking about that she loves you so much? And I said I just use the sound of my voice to touch her soul. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. That's my mission in life. That's what I intend to do one soul at a time. Oh. With those who are ready and willing and able. But Pearl, it's interesting. Most people believe that they don't need it. Oh, no. I think, I mean, well, you know, we've had the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Especially business and brand. Yes. Your voice is your brand. You have to use that. If you want to grow, the next step, the ultimate step is public speaking. Because you share your brand. What about your webinar? What about, if, even if you're in Clubhouse today? Yeah. What about um, even a Zoom call? Yeah. How many people are hanging up the phone and they're going, oh. And they're saying, 
did you hear it? So and so and so and so. Oh my God, that voice. Yeah. Oh, and there's just like, oh, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And most people don't have the courage to tell you, but you know, you know in your heart that you need to take care of it. But you just think, uh, uh. And that's so sad. Where you versus you could make somebody laugh, you can have fun, you can be playful, you can entice, you can tease, you could seduce. Ha ha ha. And even let's let's take your business life out of it for a second. Do you really want to start being more playful with your partner? Is has the has the the the, the spark going out? Is it going out a little? Is it like it sort of you know, repetitious and kind of uh, start playing with the sound of your voice and get your partner interested again. He says, hello, guess what I'm wearing today? I'll be waiting for you when you get home. Click, how fast do you think he's going to come home? And he's, honey, was that you? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can do so much. That's what I'm just saying. And I always say to my guys, listen, learn my tricks because you'll be a, you you will become singers are the best kissers. And why? Because we use our mouth, we use our tongue, we use our lips, we use our mask. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I actually had a workshop up in Austria where the where the wife pulled me aside. She said, Oh my God. She came with her husband. She said, Oh my, because I said the same thing. I said, learn my tricks, you'll be a better kisser. She pulled me aside after the second day. She said, Anthony's kissing a lot better. Thank you. Keep it up. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. He kisses way better now. Yeah. That is wonderful. I just, I love Pearl. I can talk to you about the voice and what happens and the creativity and, and, um, the, just the, just the thoughts and, I, I just, uh, we could talk for days, for hours, for weeks, for months, because it's just, it's never enough. But I will say this for those that are out there that are listening. I hope that I could change your mindset about how you feel about your instrument, your voice. How do you feel about it? And are you willing and ready to change that? Because it's really important. Um, The way that we sound is so, so important in today's world. And you're not going to be able to hide behind your device all the time. You're going to have to do, if you're, if you're in corporate, you're going to have to eventually do meetings. You're going to have to lead a meeting. You might have to walk out on the stage. You might have to report the facts, figures, and numbers. And if you're scared or frightened that you're going to fail, got to change that. And then what do you do? To change it, what do you do to support it, and how do you support it? That's what I do. That's what I do, and I just and I love it because every voice is different. 
People like to compare it all the time. Well, you sound like this or you sound like that or, or they sound like, and it's like, no, you can't compare it because it's like comparing a soul. You, you can't compare a snowflake. You can't compare a raindrop. No. no. The voice is the same. You cannot compare it. It's its, its own individual instrument that is capable of doing fabulous things. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's like you said, where you say about the soul food. Yeah. Voice is the mouthpiece of your soul, as it were. It's literally, and like you say, that's when you connect yeah. with that. Yeah. You are speaking with love. You are speaking your truth. Yes. Through that sound, and it's your soul that's coming out and is being shared with others. It's your yeah. essence that they yeah. hear. And I don't think you can do that in any other way. Like we've said, this COVID, this lockdown has changed everything. Everything. So we have to reinvent ourselves. We have to pivot and learn. And yes. if you're going into digital, yes. is the most important. Yes. Yes. Your voice, the sound of it. So that people start laughing and giggling and having fun. But if you're just going to be just there and you're going to talk like this and you're not really going to have, and you don't want to show any real emotion because you're thinking, I want to be perfect. 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 Not going to help. No, no, not going to help. No. And it is, I mean, both of us, we both put passion in our voice and it's, it's not to be scared of that because then it's infectious. And if it's something about your brand, if you're looking at business and if you are having to reinvent yourself because of COVID, yes. you need that passion to come through because you're going to grab your audience and they're going to come with you because they've got the passion. They're excited with you. They can hear it. They can feel it. And yes. that's how you get them on the board. Yes. Yes. Okay. You want me to give you a tip? Should I give you one tip? Go on then. Are you in the mood? Yes, please. Okay. 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 I'm not, I'm not a pianist. Now, um, coming out of the closet with my, with working and play dates and uh, creativity and the voice, this song was given to me. It's, it was a gospel. I wrote it during Easter. A few years ago when I was feeling really sad and just having the blues. And then that 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 that, that mommy universe said, why don't you start teaching this song in your workshops in the corporate world? I said I can't do that. I can't teach a gospel to the corporate world. I can't do teach a gospel to all these these people that have this analytical mind and they're not and they're away from their spirituality. I can't do that. And then she said again, yes you can. They're gonna love it. Trust us. So this is so anyway. I wrote it, and but this is what I want to. I'd like to just give you one tip. What I see, and and I find this really interesting. A lot of times with women that have masters or doctorates, that they do this. Um, first, I'm gonna hum it for you. Is it okay? Is it yeah. is it restored? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
master's students, like I say, those who have a women that have a master's degree or they're getting their doctorate and they do it like this. Oh, I 
yelling. I'm just opening my mouth and the sound is just like, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. So that's one thing that you can do. And the last thing, I'll give you one more tip. Let me see. Everybody knows this. You know, everybody knows that, right? Yeah. So what if you would do 10, 15 minutes and you would just use your favorite song. This one I chose because everybody knows it with. That you do that. And then you go, and then you, and those of you, some people can go. Some people can go, some people can do both. If you can do both, you're lucky, lucky, lucky. So you go, watch my eyes, watch my eyes. I'm opening all these muscles that are connected to my voice. Now watch my eyes again and hear the difference. I'm not going to do it. Sounds a little, uh, you know, it's there, but it sounds now. Watch when I open my eyes. Do you hear the difference? Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah, definitely. definitely. There's a big difference, isn't there? It just That's gets one. and richer and everything. It really is stronger. Okay, now I'd like to say this because this is really funny. The more I work, I don't want to say the more, as often as I work with women who are, like I say, they have a master's degree, they have a doctorate, they're uh, top in their business world, they're, they're kicking butt and taking names, but they really need to work on their voice. And when I say all these things and I give all these tips, the first thing they say to me is, Liz, I can't do that. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy on stage. They're going to think I'm crazy. That's the first thing we think. I can't do that. They're going to, they're going to, I'm going to look crazy. And then I have to always say, the more that you bond with your voice, people don't see what's happening in your mask. Yeah. They only hear your message. And then they start to cry. They start to confess. They start to speak. They start to talk. But they don't see it. And all the years I've been on stage and I use all these tricks that I've just given you, all these tips, I have not once had somebody come to me after a keynote, a singing keynote, after a workshop, after whatever. And they say, Godless, you are so ugly. Oh, my God. You are just, this is disgusting. Never. Now they'll come to me and say, oh my God, you made me cry. Oh my God, I got ghost pimples. Oh my God, how did you do that? Oh my God, but never. And that's my point. So you got to, I don't want to say you got to, but I change your mindset about how you look and open a new mindset about how you feel about the sound of your voice. How do you feel? And everything you've said there, if an intellectual woman has a story to tell, and yet if they don't articulate it, if their mouth is too closed 
people won't hear it. So it doesn't matter how much you have to share. If, yeah. you, if they can't hear you, they won't return because they can't hear your message. Yeah. So surely it may, it makes sense to work on the voice so that your message can be heard and yes. then people will come back and they will listen to you again. And yes, again. yes, 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 yes. Can I give you one more tip? This is one of my favorites. Wait, let me see. Something I wrote. What's the difference between these two sounds? Um, I hope that you guys um, also write Pearl and say, I know what it is. And um, just listen to these two sounds. So you better speak something, baby. If you want to be with me, I need you to speak something, baby. If you want to be with me, I need you to speak. So you better speak, baby. If you want to be with me, I need you to speak Richer tones in the first one, but I could hear every word in the second one, if that makes sense. Makes sense. That makes sense. And this is something that we do. Um, some of us, when we're speaking, will do. So you better speak. Softly, baby. If you want to be with me. It's like I speak to you and I take it back. I speak it and I take it back. Yeah. Yeah. If you go back and research, um, back in the day, back in the black and white movies, even the Golden Girls. Are you a Golden Girls fan? Yes. Okay. Watch sometimes when they tell a joke. They'll tell a joke and they'll go, so you better speak. Don't close your mouth. So you better speak something, baby. If you want to be with me, as compared to if you want to be with me, if you want to be with me, if you want to be with me. Do you hear that? Yeah, definitely. So imagine if you have a question and you say, do you have a question? Do you have a question? Does anybody have a question? Does anybody have a question? Anybody out there have a question for me? Anybody out there have a question for me? And that's what invites your audience to come in and ask and 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 give. Yeah. And share. That one tiny tip, that's a Liz Howard. You see anywhere else? 
You'll know it was from me. Somebody <laughs> might take it, use it on theirs. But I'm telling you, that is a Liz Howard. That's oh, my method. That is it. wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I have learned so much just listening to you. But like I said, I would love you to be a regular on the podcast. You have so much to share. I'd love to. I'd love to get everyone following you and to share what you can do and maybe if you'd put something together I'll put this out here I know I haven't asked you so I know it's off the cuff yeah there's something you'd offer and I can get enough people there can can we do an event that they will pay and you will do something and you oh yeah we'll do a little we'll do a little workshop and I have something that I call um the color of communication which is really good for women in business and I use music to show us how, I mean, there's so many, um, how can I say this? There's so many, oh, German ones sometimes in English. There's so many tests that you can take online that says what color you are. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. These personality tests. They say you're blue, you're green, you're yellow, you're red. You're blue, you're green, you're yellow, and red. Okay, so... I thought that's really interesting. But what about the sound? Even if you know your color, and we all have all these colors, but one is more dominant than the other. Yeah. One is more dominant. And so in this workshop, what I what we could do is, for instance, yellow is, is me. I'm yellow. I, you know, a little bit of chaotic. I don't like paperwork. I like to have fun. I like to be creative. I like to, you know, um, I don't, and then you have blue. Blues are get to the facts, figures, and numbers, get to it now. The more facts, figures, and numbers I have, I'm really happy. They love to do charts, they love Excel, they love all that stuff, right? Yes. But they but they sort of talk to you, sort of, there's they're with very little expression in their voice. And sometimes when they're not convinced, they'll look at you like this. So, and I always say, but you need somebody yellow on your team because yellow, they communicate. Yellow are fun. Yellow keep the energy light, yeah? So what happens if you've got your blue and the yellow comes in in the morning and says, good morning, I went to the movies last night and I had such a great time. This was so much fun. And the blue says, just shut the up and let me have my coffee. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to learn how to deal with that and communicate that. But you still need this one because this one is going to raise you. This one is going to help you. This one is going to brainstorm with you. This one's going to come with all those ideas so that you could be more successful and have better facts, figures, and numbers. So what do you do? And that's one of the workshops that I do. And, of course, the other one is just tips on how to, uh, how, how, what do we do with our voice? How do we warm it up? What, what works for me? Because what works for me may not work for you. So I give a couple of tips when we talk about it, you know. And what are you wearing? <laughs> I love to call my best girlfriend, who is, who is green. Green are like really quiet. You got to pull all the information out of their nose. But once they love you, they love you. And both of my best girlfriends agree. And now I'm to the point where I call her at the office and I just go, ah, 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 what 
are you wearing? And she's like, why do you do this to me? But she laughs, she giggles. And if I get her to giggle, I've won. Yeah. I've won. So that's my point. To play with the voice. So gladly, gladly, gladly. Um, for those out there that are listening, do you mind if you just, if we just talk about that they can find me, if those that are on Facebook where they can find me, that I have a Facebook page and I would really love for them to join. Um, I'm actually considering doing something more where we get, we get together every now and then and talk about the voice. So I hope that's okay. I hope I have your blessing to do that. Definitely. I was going to say that I will help. I will get as many people there as possible. What I do for the description on the podcast, yeah. I, I will add all the links. Oh, because, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's so, because it's so busy, I'm getting the podcast up and it might be a details coming shortly, but I'll say to every listener, come back because within the week I will make sure all of the details are there so you know how to reach out and connect with Liz, where yeah. the website is and everything. And please, please message us because if I can get Liz doing some workshops for us, I will get as many people as possible because I want to learn everything you're doing and I want to get as many people there as possible. Okay. And maybe for those who who would prefer to do one-on-one, because like I say, the voice is a real vulnerable instrument inside us. And some are willing to share in a group and others not. So... Um, if they're interested in doing something on one-on-one, that's fine. But I do have to say this. I do not do just one session of one-on-one. I don't do it anymore because I invest so much energy and love and, and, and strength into your instrument that you have to just consider that you'll either have to do either six sessions or more, but I'll, I'll, through you, I will do a special offer. Say maybe now from March until the beginning of April to also celebrate Women's International Day. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I love that. And I will make sure that I share that. I've just seen the time. So I'm going to draw this to a close. I'm going to ask one question that I ask all of my guests. Okay. Because it's International Women's Day and there is always a theme every year. And this year's theme is Choose to Challenge. Yes. What do you choose to challenge? What do I choose to challenge? Ooh, that's a good question. What do I choose to challenge? I choose to challenge... all the women out there with myself that we can, I challenge you to get to know yourself and I challenge you to get to know us. And I choose to challenge the fact that we can step away from the racism. And I'm not talking black and white racism. I'm talking woman against woman racism. I'm talking that we learn to support each other, raise each other, shout out to one another, tag one another. And just because, just because somebody 
is where, where they are in this moment, on this day, on this time, and you're not, then I choose to challenge that you give her the space and you raise her and you celebrate her instead of yeah. that's, I hope I answered your question. That's the chance. It's a, it's a universal spiritual feminine challenge for all of us. And for me that I continue to remember it, that I challenge myself to remind myself that we are all on our journeys and how you feel about me is not my business, but if I can inspire you and we can inspire one another to support, love, honor, cherish. And one of my favorites that I always say, speak the truth to another woman. We've won. I've got goosebumps. I've got chills. Okay. It is so special. That really is wonderful. And I think it will resonate with so many people. I hope so. I hope so. I did my best, Pearl. <laughs> Pearls of wisdom. <laughs> now, before I let you go, if you've got time, can you just share with us? Because we did start. Can you tell us your website? And your Facebook page, and then I will put it on all. That's if you've got it to to hand, and then I will share it through all the um, description. I will get this live today, and I will add the description afterwards. But and I'd love to share it as well, Pearl. What do you want me to share this for you? You'll let me know. Yeah, uh, as soon as it's up there, I will send you the link, and you can okay. put it everywhere. Okay. Um, my website is easy. But let me do it like this because I know that you have a lot of, um, I, I think, I would say, what what is the percent of, of English speakers or English listeners versus anybody else who's listening in another language? So we'll, I'll make it easy. Okay. Just Google, you can Google my business. Just Google soul food minus seminars.com slash Liz Howard. And the reason why, why I say Google my business is because there, if you're an English speaker, you just go up to, you click on my website first, and then you go up on the top left-hand corner, and then you can click, and it goes from German to English. Yep. And that's why I did that. Um, I'll send you the link to my Facebook fan page, but it's the same. It's just Liz Howard on Facebook. Brilliant. And I'll, I'll send you that. You can follow me on um, um, Instagram and it's business voice expert underscore Liz Howard. Business voice expert underscore Liz Howard. You'll find me. That's brilliant. That and is you'll brilliant. notice because my, my, the picture is the same everywhere you go. Yeah. Which, and then you'll go, okay, that's her. That's her. That's her. I did that on purpose so people didn't have to look like what picture am I looking for? Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. wonderful. And it's I'm also in Clubhouse. I'm in Clubhouse. I, I need to make sure I'm following you on Clubhouse because I've been in Clubhouse for a while, so I need to reach out and follow yeah. you on there as well. Great. Pearl, I hope you're happy. I hope I did you justice. I hope I made you proud. I hope that you're just, that you have a good feeling, and I hope that the women out there have a good feeling. And just remember, just pay attention to your mindset. And don't let anybody tell you no. And, and, and when somebody 
wants to step on your dream, you confess to somebody about your dream, you confess to somebody about your intentions, and they say, uh, that's the universe telling you to let that uh, cut them loose. Yeah. Cut them loose. Yeah. Bye-bye. Just cut them loose. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And that's so important. We have to remember that today. We have to remember that today. It's just, you cannot... Um, let somebody, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, yep. For, for instance, because I say you cannot let somebody step on your dreams or, or when you get that feeling. Um, the other day, I'm working with a client. She's a yoga teacher. She's seven. She just turned 78. 78. She looks 60. She's a yoga teacher. And we're really working on her pain and making her voice clear again. When she came to me, it was coated in mucus, just coated in mucus, it's gone now. So, and now she's like ready to go really deep and, and, and clear all that up inside her, inside her body, inside her soul, inside her voice. And um, I always, always, always ask the universe to stand with me, guide with me, just use me, and channel with me to help this baby because nobody comes into my lap for accident. No one, no one. So I'm standing at the at the, uh, the CD player, and and that little voice says, "We want you to play this because we breathe first. We always breathe first. And that little voice whoosh, play this for her today. She needs this. And I said, "Okay." And I didn't, and I didn't really look for it. So I said, "Oh, I think I'm going to take this instead." The CD. I picked it up. I pushed the, the the CD player to open the drawer. The CD player slides out. I'm getting ready to put the CD in. Then I decide that I want to play, and the CD player closes. Whoosh! And that voice said, "We said to play this for her." today like i just started laughing okay okay i'm sorry i'm sorry you're right you're right look down found the cd boom put it in boom and it was exactly what she needed to hear it was exactly what she needed to hear to breathe with me and that's what i'm saying my point is is when you hear that voice when it because we women we are connected and when you hear it when you feel it do not ignore it just don't don't ignore it yeah how many times have we ignored it and then we said you know i had a feeling my feeling told me that i shouldn't do this yeah oh yeah i think we all know that and the more we work on the spiritual side we learn yeah to take notice and react when you get a result like that you react and you 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 make the steps that you're being told to yeah you forward and we say to ourselves, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I? Why didn't I? Why didn't I? And, and, the, the, and the, that voice that I tried to tell you, I tried it. I was whispering to it. I was like, no, 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 no. I had a feeling. My, I just, we always say it. How often have we said it in our lives, bro? You know, I had the strangest feeling. And I just thought, nah, nah. And if we don't listen, that's when it comes back again and again. And like you say, it's the pebble 
then it's the rock, then it's a wall, and you stop flat because okay. if you do not listen, the yeah. universe will make you listen. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I just I just want to reiterate, reiterate mindset, pay attention to it, pay attention to your mindset and pay attention to that beautiful, beautiful voice that whispers to you, that guides you and supports you in whatever way or whatever your 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 lesson is on this earth, whatever it is. Oh, fantastic. And Liz, I would love for you to come back and be a regular guest. Like, so much to share. And I know people are big crying out to say, yes, 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 we want to hear more. Because you have some real pearls of wisdom there. You have some golden nuggets to share. You really- yeah, so do you, honey. So do you. We might have an exchange. I'll do one for you. You do one for me. <laughs> yes. Okay, Pearl. How long have we been talking now? Quite a while. We're looking on an hour and a half now. <gasps> I hope they're not bored. I hope they haven't clicked off. No, the, they you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they will. No, they will be avid and they will be asking what's next, what's next. We wants to hear more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for Thanks. inviting me. This was so much fun. It was. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming into my life. Because Thank you. you for coming into my life. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I <laughs> okay so how about if we close and you just turn out the light and uh we'll close to this and i'll just say bye bye and you just turn off the camera listening to the pearls of wisdom podcast we hope you have enjoyed the content shared please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions if you would like to support the podcast please follow the link in the episode description if you want to be a guest on the show reach out and let's discuss next steps until the next time enjoy your listening